You're listening to Season 2 of the Lifting Her Voice podcast. This is Episode number 229, and today we'll read Jeremiah 18-22 through 22 together. Both God and Jeremiah share a roller coaster ride of emotion over the evil in Jerusalem. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me from the beginning, simply reading God's Word together. We built some spiritual muscles in 2020 with just the New Testament, but this year we're going all out, cover to cover, Old Testament and new. So whether with your first cup in the morning, your commute to work, or it's the last thing on your mind before sleep, God's Word will equip you for every good work. I'm really glad you're here. Jeremiah chapter 18 This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down at once to the potter's house. There I will reveal my words to you. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was, working away at the wheel. But the jar that he was making from the clay became flawed in the potter's hand, so he made it into another jar, as it seemed right for him to do. The word of the Lord came to me, House of Israel, can I not treat you as this potter treats his clay? This is the Lord's declaration. Just like clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, house of Israel. At one moment, I might announce concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will uproot, tear down, and destroy it. However, if that nation about which I had made the announcement turns from its evil, I will relent concerning the disaster I had planned to do to it. At another time, I might announce concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it. However, if it does what is evil in my sight by not listening to me, I will relent concerning the good I had said I would do to it. So now, say to the men of Judah and to the residents of Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says, Look, I am about to bring harm to you and make plans against you. Turn now, each from your evil way, and correct your ways and your deeds. But they will say, It's hopeless. We will continue to follow our plans, and each of us will continue to act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, Ask among the nations, Who has heard things like these? Virgin Israel has done a most horrible thing. Does the snow of Lebanon ever leave the highland crags? Or does cold water flowing from a distance ever fail? Yet my people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless idols that make them stumble in their ways on the ancient roads and make them walk on new paths, not the highway. They have made their land a horror, a perpetual object of scorn, 
all who pass by it will be appalled and shake their heads. I will scatter them before the enemy like the east wind. I will show them my back and not my face on the day of their calamity. Then certain ones said, Come, let's make plans against Jeremiah, for instruction will never be lost from the priest, or counsel from the wise, or a word from the prophet. Come, let's denounce him and pay no attention to all his words. Pay attention to me, Lord. Hear what my opponents are saying. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember how I stood before you to speak good on their behalf, to turn your anger from them? Therefore, hand their children over to famine and give them over to the power of the sword. Let their wives become childless and widowed, their husbands slain by deadly disease, their young men struck down by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses when you suddenly bring raiders against them, for they have dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares for my feet. But you, Lord, know all their deadly plots against me. Do not wipe out their iniquity. Do not blot out their sin before you. Let them be forced to stumble before you. Deal with them in the time of your anger. Jeremiah chapter 19 This is what the Lord says, Go, buy a potter's clay jar. Take some of the elders of the people and some of the leading priests and go out to Ben-Hinnom Valley near the entrance of the potsherd gate. Proclaim there the words I speak to you. Say, Hear the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and residents of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I am going to bring such a disaster on this place that everyone who hears about it will shudder, because they have abandoned me and made this a foreign place. They have burned incense in it to other gods that they, their ancestors, and the kings of Judah have never known. They have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built high places to Baal, on which to burn their children in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, something I have never commanded or mentioned. I never entertained the thought. Therefore, look, the days are coming, this is the Lord's declaration, when this place will no longer be called Topheth and Ben-Hinnom Valley, but Slaughter Valley. I will spoil the plans of Judah and Jerusalem in this place. I will make them fall by the sword before their enemies, by the hand of those who intend to take their life. I will provide their corpses as food for the birds of the sky and for the wild animals of the land. I will make this city desolate, an object of scorn. Everyone who passes by it will be appalled and scoff because of all its wounds. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and their daughters, and they will eat each other's flesh in the distressing siege inflicted on them by their enemies who intend to take their life.
Then you are to shatter the jar in the presence of the people going with you, and you are to proclaim to them, This is what the Lord of Armies says. I will shatter these people and this city like one shatters a potter's jar that can never again be mended. They will bury the dead in Topheth because there is no other place for burials. That is what I will do to this place. This is the declaration of the Lord and to its residents making this city like Topheth. The houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah will become impure, like that place Topheth. All the houses on whose rooftops they have burned incense to all the stars in the sky and poured out drink offerings to other gods. Jeremiah returned from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, stood in the courtyard of the Lord's temple, and proclaimed to all the people, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I am about to bring on this city and on all its cities every disaster that I spoke against it, for they have become obstinate, not obeying my words. Jeremiah chapter 20 Pasher the priest, the son of Immer and chief official in the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. So Pasher had the prophet Jeremiah beaten and put him in the stocks at the upper Benjamin gate in the Lord's temple. The next day, when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Pasher, but terror is on every side. For this is what the Lord says, I am about to make you a terror to both yourself and those you love. They will fall by the sword of their enemies before your very eyes. I will hand Judah over to the king of Babylon, and he will deport them to Babylon and put them to the sword. I will give away all the wealth of this city, all its products and valuables. Indeed, I will hand all the treasures of the kings of Judah over to their enemies. They will plunder them, seize them, and carry them off to Babylon. As for you, Pasher, and all who live in your house, you will go into captivity. You will go to Babylon. There you will die, and there you will be buried, you and all your friends to whom you prophesied lies. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I am a laughingstock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I proclaim violence and destruction, so that the word of the Lord has become my constant disgrace and derision. I say, I won't mention him or speak any longer in his name. But his message becomes a fire burning in my heart, shut up in my bones. I become tired of holding it in, and I cannot prevail. For I have heard the gossip of many people. Terror is on every side. Report him. Let's report him. Everyone I trusted watches for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived so that we might prevail against him 
and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a violent warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Since they have not succeeded, they will be utterly shamed. An everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten. Lord of armies, testing the righteous and seeing the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have presented my case to you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he rescues the life of the needy from evil people. May the day I was born be cursed. May the day my mother bore me never be blessed. May the man be cursed who brought the news to my father, saying, A male child is born to you, bringing him great joy. Let that man be like the cities the Lord demolished without compassion. Let him hear an outcry in the morning and a war cry at noontime, because he didn't kill me in the womb so that my mother might have been my grave, her womb eternally pregnant. Why did I come out of the womb to see only struggle and sorrow, to end my life in shame? Jeremiah chapter 21 This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, when King Zedekiah sent Pasher, son of Melchijah, and the priest Zephaniah, son of Messiah, to Jeremiah, asking, Inquire of the Lord on our behalf, since King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon is making war against us. Perhaps the Lord will perform for us something like all his past wondrous works, so that Nebuchadnezzar will withdraw from us. But Jeremiah answered, This is what you are to say to Zedekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I am about to repel the weapons of war in your hands, those you are using to fight the king of Babylon and the Chaldeans who are besieging you outside the wall, and I will bring them into the center of this city. I myself will fight against you with an outstretched hand and a strong arm, with anger, fury, and intense wrath. I will strike the residents of this city, both people and animals. They will die in a severe plague. Afterward, this is the Lord's declaration, King Zedekiah of Judah, his officers, and the people, those in this city who survived the plague, the sword, and the famine, I will hand over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon to their enemies, yes, to those who intend to take their lives. He will put them to the sword. He won't spare them or show pity or compassion. But tell this people, this is what the Lord says, Look, I am setting before you the way of life and the way of death. Whoever stays in this city will die by the sword, famine, and plague. But whoever goes out and surrenders to the Chaldeans, who are besieging you, will live and will retain his life like the spoils of war. For I have set my face against this city to bring disaster and not good. 
This is the Lord's declaration. It will be handed over to the king of Babylon, who will burn it. And to the house of the king of Judah, say this, Hear the word of the Lord. House of David, this is what the Lord says. Administer justice every morning and rescue the victim of robbery from his oppressor. Or my anger will flare up like fire and burn unquenchably because of your evil deeds. Beware, I am against you, you who sit above the valley, you atop the rocky plateau. This is the Lord's declaration. You who say, Who can come down against us? Who can enter our hiding places? I will punish you according to what you have done. This is the Lord's declaration. I will kindle a fire in your forest that will consume everything around it. Jeremiah chapter 22 This is what the Lord says, Go down to the palace of the king of Judah and announce this word there. You are to say, Hear the word of the Lord, king of Judah, you who sit on the throne of David, you, your officers, and your people who enter these gates. This is what the Lord says, Administer justice and righteousness. Rescue the victim of robbery from his oppressor. Don't exploit or brutalize the resident alien, the fatherless, or the widow. Don't shed innocent blood in this place. For if you conscientiously carry out this word, then kings sitting on David's throne will enter through the gates of this palace, riding on chariots and horses, they, their officers, and their people. But if you do not obey these words, then I swear by myself, this is the Lord's declaration, that this house will become a ruin. For this is what the Lord says concerning the house of the king of Judah. You are like me, Gilead, or the summit of Lebanon, but I will certainly turn you into a wilderness, uninhabited cities. I will set apart destroyers against you. Each with his weapons, they will cut down the choicest of your cedars and throw them into the fire. Many nations will pass by this city and ask one another, Why did the Lord do such a thing to this great city? They will answer, Because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord their God and bowed in worship to other gods and served them. Do not weep for the dead. Do not mourn for him. Weep bitterly for the one who has gone away, for he will never return again and see his native land. For this is what the Lord says concerning Shalom, son of Josiah, king of Judah, who became king in place of his father Josiah, and who has left this place. He will never return here again, in the place where they deported him, never seeing this land again. Woe for the one who builds his palace through unrighteousness, his upstairs rooms through injustice, who makes his neighbor serve without pay and will not give him his wages, who says, 
I will build myself a massive palace with spacious upstairs rooms. He will cut windows in it, and it will be paneled with cedar and painted bright red. Are you a king because you excel in cedar? Didn't your father eat and drink and administer justice and righteousness? Then it went well with him. He took up the case of the poor and needy. Then it went well. Is this not what it means to know me? This is the Lord's declaration. But you have eyes and a heart for nothing except your own dishonest profit, shedding innocent blood and committing extortion and oppression. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. They will not mourn for him, saying, Woe, my brother, or woe, my sister. They will not mourn for him, saying, Woe, Lord, woe, his majesty. He will be buried like a donkey, dragged off and thrown outside Jerusalem's gates. Go up to Lebanon and cry out. Raise your voice in Bashan. Cry out from Abarim, for all your lovers have been crushed. I spoke to you when you were secure. You said, I will not listen. This has been your way since youth. Indeed, you have never listened to me. The wind will take charge of all your shepherds, and your lovers will go into captivity. Then you will be ashamed and humiliated because of all your evil. You residents of Lebanon, nestled among the cedars, how you will groan when pains come on you, agony like a woman in labor. As I live, this is the Lord's declaration, though you, Kaniah, son of Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, were a signet ring on my right hand, I would tear you from it. In fact, I will hand you over to those you dread, who intend to take your life, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and the Chaldeans. I will hurl you and the mother who gave birth to you into another land, where neither of you were born, and there you will both die. They will never return to the land they long to return to. Is this man, Kaniah, a despised, shattered pot, a jar no one wants? Why are he and his descendants hurled out and cast into a land they have not known? Earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Record this man as childless, a man who will not be successful in his lifetime. None of his descendants will succeed in sitting on the throne of David or ruling again in Judah. In chapter 18, we see a change in Jeremiah's attitude toward Israel. When he realizes the people of Jerusalem are about to do him harm and that no matter how much he cares about them and prays for them, his prayers change. It seems that, on some level, Jeremiah begins to understand what God knew all along. Judgment of this people was necessary, and Jeremiah begins to align his prayers 
accordingly. It'll be interesting to see if he waffles. In chapter 19, God is absolutely disgusted by what is going on in Ben-Hinnom Valley. Apparently, this was where Israel dumped their trash and a fire was always burning there. Must have made the air delightful. Since the fire was always burning, it was apparently the natural choice to perform all the horrific sacrifices that were going on there. It is not often we see God horrified. Angry, yes, but not horrified. But when he stresses that these disgusting acts never even entered his mind, I think he's even more appalled than we are. Then again, to think that he's less horrified over what we do to the unborn today, I think is naive. Don't you think we too have filled this place with the blood of the innocent? We suffer along with Jeremiah after his beating. He goes through a plethora of emotions as it all becomes just a little too much for him. He wants to quit being a prophet for God, then is encouraged, and he asks God for help. Then we get a sense of the depth of the spirit planted in him as he praises God, even in the midst of his pain. But he quickly sinks into depression, cursing the day he was born. I have certainly been on that roller coaster ride too. How about you? Share some emotion at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray that by spending time in His Word every day, you will be changed. Visit me at LiftingHerVoice.com with your comments and questions. And don't forget to visit the blog page while you're there. If you like the podcast, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review and share it with everyone you know. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you tomorrow.